Hello and welcome to a God Shift Podcast. I am your host, Shana Rattler. I am a minister, author, and sought-after speaker. In these episodes, you will learn how to grow your faith, overcome adversity, and move into a greater destiny. Individuals, organizational leaders, and ministry leaders share their story of when their life collided with God's purpose and put them on the path that was designed for them. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A God Shift. I am your host, Shana Rattler, and as always, I am super excited about this episode, and I am super excited about my guest. So before we get started, I'm going to ask you for a favor. So everyone who is listening to this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of wherever it is that you are listening to this, whether it's on your phone or your laptop or your tablet, and take that screenshot and post it on your social media. When you do that, I would love for you to tag us here at A God Shift and share your biggest aha moment or your biggest takeaway. Because I know that the more times that that this is shared, it gets into the hands of more people that need to learn how to grow their faith, overcome adversity, and make their dreams come true. So thank you in advance uh, for doing me that big, big favor. So I am going to read my guest's bio, and then we are going to get into a little bit of a conversation. So my guest today is a coach, entrepreneur, author, speaker, podcaster, and chef. She uses all she has been through to encourage and impact lives one at a time. She has written her autobiography called Hit Me With Your Best Shot, How I Overcame a Hard-Hitting Life, which is a story of abuse, teen pregnancy, domestic violence, abortion, hard times, divorce, poverty, finding faith overcoming and hitting life back when life hits us hard. She is currently a business strategist and coach for women, helping them create the profitable and impactful businesses they envision. She says that encountering many challenges has made her the woman she is today, determined, strong, and full of faith in God. So welcome to A God Chef, Lena Perez. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Yes, I'm excited about this. So I want to just lay the context a little bit for this conversation because this is called a God Shift podcast. And people are always like, ooh, that sounds real cool, but what does it mean? So for me, my definition of a God Shift is the moment you unlock your kingdom authority, collide with God's purpose, and move into into a greater destiny. And so for me, when I think about kingdom authority, I think about the birthright that we were given when we were born to say, hey, you can do the exact same things that I as God and Jesus did. And there's scripture that proves it. There's scripture that says in Genesis 1 and 26, I want to make man in my image and my likeness and that he may have dominion over the earth. As a matter of fact, dominion is mentioned 44 times in scripture. And then it also tells us in John 14 and 12, Greater works than these shall you do in my name because I'm going with the father. So for that person is like, oh, I thought kingdom authority was just for God and just for Jesus or just for my spiritual leaders. What I want you to see is that God is gone. He's in heaven. 
Jesus is no longer on the earth. He's in heaven. But the Holy Spirit is left here in us and he gives us the power to be able to allow our circumstances or even sometimes make our circumstances in our lives to shift. So like God has the power, we have the authority. So Nina, I want to ask you the same question that I start every conversation with on a God shift is what is your own personal definition of kingdom authority? You know, for me, it was, it's been a really long journey, um, you know, getting to be with God, know God and still building, right. Still building that relationship and a God um, our kingdom authority for me was right sizing who the enemy was and who God was in my life. Right. So God to me, um, is the authority, right? So, uh, I realized that I had to, you know, kind of, um, shift my life into learning what it is God wanted for me, learning that I needed him to survive in this world and learning what it meant for me to really truly find what it is he wanted me to do to impact others' lives. Yeah. Right. So kingdom authority is right sizing the enemy and knowing who I am and whose I am. Right. And so that's really impacted my life. Like just really putting God where God really is. And he is authority. He's all things. He's, you know, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the author of my life. And so that's, that's what that means to me. Authority is really learning, also learning who is the one that has the authority, you know, which is, which is the Lord. And I'm glad to be his daughter and be able to impact the world here. Absolutely. So I'd love to get your thought on this because here's Mm -hmm. what I believe. Well, I know, I know for a fact that there is not a relationship you could ever be in that it is going to be the responsibility of just one person to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Whether you are working on a project or whether you are working on your marriage, it is never the responsibility of just one person to do everything. Right. So when I think about kingdom authority, I think about the fact that God has a role to play and we have a role to play. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like God says, here's what I promise you. Here's what you can have. Here's what's waiting on the other side for you, whatever it is that you're going through. Now you just sit back and I'm just going to do it all. And now don't get me wrong. He is God all by himself. Right. What I'm curious is, is that when you think about kingdom authority, oh, I think we're pretty clear on the authority that God has. But when I think about kingdom authority, I'm thinking about what is the authority that you have because you believe in God? Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're thinking about I read your Mm -hmm. bio and you've gone through divorce, you've gone through poverty, you've gone through abuse, you know, all of those different things that I named. What role did you realize that you had to play in making sure that that became part of your past and not your future? Because I can imagine that you didn't get where you are today by just going, oh, God has the God has the authority. Now, let me just sit back and just see how life can become. Yeah, 100 percent. You know, it was really about. Uh, learning also not to be a victim to my circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. I know that God forgi- you know, forgives us for our sins. He forgave me for our sin. And I had to actually come to realize that I needed to forgive me too. Yeah. Right. Because I was holding on to a lot of stuff. And that's what really shifted for me. I was always one of those people that put on my bootstraps and did what I had to do. It's just all my life, even as things were hard, you know, but what I realized is, first of all, I realized, uh, Shana, that I was loved. Right. And that helped me so much because I realized that when someone loves you, Shana, when someone dies for you, you can do anything. You could do anything because you know that that love is unconditional. 
And once I started to realize that love was unconditional, the forgiveness was unconditional, and that I had this father who really loved me when I really didn't have a father in my life, right? That shifted everything for me. That was a God shift for me, just a realization of, like I said before, whose I was, right? Whose I am. And that, you know, for me, um, I, I just realized I am no longer a victim. So I didn't allow the enemy to keep feeding me the BS he was feeding me. Right. So you have to change your mindset. You have to change the way you think about things. You have to change your knowledge. You have to grow in knowledge. You have to read. You have to expand yourself. That is how you start to shift. That is how to you start to realize who you are, your authority, what you can and cannot do, how you can shift your life. You know, that those kind of things are are coming to you because you're doing the work. I always talk about doing the work. It's yeah. not like you said, you can't just sit there and hopefully manifest that something, something's going to happen. You, right. even when you're trying to manifest, you gotta, you gotta do the work. The right. work has to come. And yeah. so I believe that God already did all that he needs to do. Right. And so then I try to then be as obedient as I can and do as much as I can do. Right. And until until God says, stop, then I'm not going to stop. Right. I mean, I think it's our I think our life is like what, you know, what does he say? Uh, uh, Like a vapor. Right. And so how much time do we really have, Shane? I just turned 50 and I realized even if I last to what they say is, is um, the, the norm age is 80. I have maybe 30 more Christmases, 30 more summers, 30 more celebrations of birthdays. I can't be wasting that, Shane, on, on, on letting the enemy do what the enemy wants to do. I don't have time. Right. right. So that's how I think about it. Like I think about him now. I right sized him before he was too big in my life. Right. He was controlling my thought patterns, controlling how I felt, controlling my emotions, controlling my relationships. And I had to wait. Well, who's, hold on a second. Who's an authority here? That's right. You know, and that's what started to shift. And what I love about what you said, and it, it immediately made me start thinking about binding and loosing. You know, the scripture mm-hmm. that says what's bound in heaven will be bound on bound earth. On earth. Mm-hmm. Loosed on earth. And I love what you said about how you first had to learn how to forgive yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And it was when you forgave yourself, that's when you really were able to see the the circumstances in your life shift. Because had you not have healed what was hidden, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Had you not have forgiven yourself, you would have never been able to loose the positive things in your life because you would have still been bound because of the unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. I just did a um, a woman's event this week and, you know, speaking to these women and the, 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 the theme was about shame and unforgiveness because, you know, it, what does the enemy want to do, but isolate you, put you in a corner, make you ashamed of what's happened to you. And I'm like, you know what, we have to start, stop um, conflating two things. There is guilt and then there is shame. And sometimes we think we take what, like, if we did something, we think, oh, I am, a, I, I, instead of saying I did something bad, we say I am a bad person. And so we end up putting on us what we don't need to put on us. Right. And so I've learned to like, really take um a, a lot of, like I said, a lot of reading, a lot of homework, a lot of studying. I've been doing this for a long time. And I've realized that, you know what, there are things that have to be put in compartments. Yeah. Right. And if it's not what God said, then I want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's only what the Lord says, how he says it, what he wants me to do. And that's what I'm going to go ahead and do. And I don't, nobody has to agree with me. You don't have to agree with me. A lot of people don't. Right. And that's okay. As long as I'm not disobedient, as long as I realize 
that what he has for me is better than what anybody can ever offer me. Yeah. Right? And I love what you said about um, not internalizing it. That's not the words that you use, but I-, I can remember I taught a class about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. And I was talking about quote unquote failure, like what we mm-hmm. can be a failure. And I said, you know, when something happens to you, it doesn't mean you are that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right. You know, and, and if we will not allow ourselves to identify with what didn't happen in our lives, we would be in such a better space. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we launch a workshop or a, or a webinar and only three people come to it. And we just think that that is just a sign that we're on the wrong path. Right. right. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not whatever it is that you fill in the blank. And it's like, just like sometimes we need to tell the devil to shut up. I think sometimes we need to tell ourselves to shut up because we're Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Enemies. <laughs> Heck yeah. We're exactly. I mean, he, he gives you like one little thought and you don't ran with it. You know what I'm saying? All the, like, all the way. He doesn't have to do anything but plant a little seed. And there you go making this whole scenario, you know, and, th- and that's something, you know, I had to learn as my faith grew. And as I kept reading the word and as I realized, you know, how much love there is for me that I didn't know I had all my life, you know, it really, all those insecurities started leaving all of those, you know, self-sabotaging behaviors, not liking myself, things like that all just started dissipating. And then I realized that we can then use that Shana to impact lives. Kind of like what you're doing now, right? With your podcast, you're doing this on purpose for a purpose, right? Uh, Otherwise you'd be doing crocheting or doing something else. Why do this? Right. Because you feel it in your heart to shift, to do something. That's right. right. That's we're all called to do something. Yeah. You know? Someone asked me, um, and I don't remember when I, in the course of, a, on, of an average week, I do about 12 interviews a week at least. And that's a combination wow. of me being interviewed on some people's platforms. And other times it's me interviewing people for mine, but I would say in the course of any given week, I do about 12 interviews. So I might mix up who asked what, but someone asked me like, what was my motivation behind why I do what we do. And I said, you know, it just, it grieved me mm-hmm, to see mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. who are walking around with shirts that say daughter of the King. And you, you know, all of these things that we, that we wear and say to profess the fact that we are believers and that we're Christians. But when you look at their lives, they're not really overcoming. Right. Adversity. Um, right. Many of them are not really realizing their dreams Many of them have not grown their faith beyond what they learned when they first came into the faith. And it just grieved me. And I started to look at why is that, right? Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of reasons why that I won't get into just for sake of time. But I thought if there's anything that I can do to say, listen, as a believer, there are so many things that you can do to get out of the situation that you're in and into the situation that not only you want to be in, but that God showed you, you could be in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's true. Like for me, it was building the woman that I wish I had, you know, to get, to help me get through. Right. And that. so that was, that was what called me. Like, I need to build this woman that I wish I had when I really needed her. And I didn't have that, you know? And so that's what I do now is as I'm moving forward, I'm reaching back. 
right? And so I'm pulling my sisters along with me. And that's why I decided to do the woman's um, uh, angle when it comes to business coaching and life coaching, because yeah, I mean, you can coach men too, but I feel more comfortable just coaching women and women can relate to what I've gone through in my life. And a lot of them have gone through it. And I also, because of that, gift from God, authority from God. I have been able to, ex- you know, talk to women and expose the shame that they thought that they should be ashamed of. I have been raped. I have been beaten. I have almost been killed. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been through that. And so because I've been through that sister, let's go. You know what I'm saying? We could do this now together. You ain't, you don't have to stay there. There is nothing to be ashamed about here. And I think that, no, I know that God uses all things for your good. And so all of those things, every time I talk about that, I go, you know, and all that great stuff. And people go, wait a minute, all that great stuff. I'm like, yes, yes. (laughs) Right. Because I am the way I am straight up, honest, I, I loving, compassionate, but I also tell you like it is. That's why I'm on straight talk, no sugar addict. Cause I tell you like it is, but why? Because I love you. Because I love you. And if I sugarcoat things or if I don't tell you things how they are, how are we going to break this stuff? We have to move forward. Right. And so, yeah, like you, I have a mission, too. Like we're here to impact lives. We're here to take as many names as we can to the kingdom. Right. Right. (laughs) That's what we're here for. When I think about when you were just sharing, like some of the things that we've gone through and you you've been able to get the revelation of like all that great stuff. They're like, wait a minute. Didn't she just say she was raped and beaten Mm -hmm. and almost killed? And she's saying all that good stuff. I believe two things. One, what happens to us is not really happening to us. It's happening mm-hmm. for us. And for us. For other I believe people. that too. Yep. But I also believe that God uses these circumstances to get our attention. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, and getting an, and when he uses those things to get our attention, our job is to say, okay, what am I supposed to see? What am I supposed to learn? And perhaps right. somewhere different that he might need me next. Right. Right. You know, he, right. He's not this you know, mysterious man that's just sitting in heaven on a throne with a gavel, like just waiting to right. beat us over our heads and be mean to us. No, but he is so committed to his results in our lives and the, com- and the results in the earth that if we are putting energy into anything that is not on the path that he has planned for us, he will do whatever he has to do by any right. means necessary to get our attention, shake us up and go, oh, okay, you listening now? Right. Anyway, be okay. that, do this. Right. I, I agree with that. And I agree that, you know, a lot of these things like people say, oh, God would never uh, do that. Well, first, this is just me. I feel like God is the author and the finisher of my life. And if things happen, it's because he has allowed it. So then my question doesn't become, God, I can't stand you. Why? My question becomes, OK, now what? How do I use this? Because this sucks. You know what I'm saying? Like this sucks. And if and I know the love you have for me, Lord, and if you're allowing this. It is for a reason and for a purpose and for someone, right? Because I, I had to learn this lesson for a reason. It ain't, to, it ain't to just learn the lesson and die, right? It is to learn the lesson and, and impact as many lives as I can impact in any area, whether it's business, whether it's spiritual, you know, whether it's just helping people with mindset, whether uh, it could be anything, right? I feel like I've um, just, I'm alive now. Shayna, like I'm, I'm alive, you know, where for so long in my life, I was dead. I was depressed. I had anxiety. I had all that because I was the victim. Right. And when God came and shifted my behind around, you know what I'm saying? I was like, wait, what am I doing? You know what I'm like? I have this amazing 
father that loves me when I never really had a father that loved me, you know? So, and for a long time I was seeking, I was into Santeria for a while, you know, before God snatched me out, you know, mm-hmm. I'm so grateful. I, I mean, I can talk about God all day. 30 minutes ain't going to be enough, Shana. I know. <laughs> let's, pause, let's pause and take a quick break. And yes. then we come back. You're a coach. And so I want to turn you loose to share some tips of how everybody can kind of pull all of this together when we come back. All right. This episode is brought to you by the free guide when God says shift. Inside, you'll discover the four shifts required to follow God's plan to move you into a greater destiny, expectancy, and possibility. Head to godsayshift.com. That's godsayshift.com to access it now. So Nina, before the break, we were talking um, about a lot of things, but I think the essence of what we were talking about is how do you move forward when God has allowed something? How do you move Mm. forward when you desire more and you sense that God desires more for you? Because I think Mm -hmm. it's great to discuss theory. I think it's great to share stories, but I think it's even more impactful when we do what you said before the break and that's help. So I really want us to share a couple of tips, if we will. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're a coach. So whether you are working with one of your clients or there is a listener that is listening to this episode and they go, yeah, I really do want to learn how to use kingdom authority to allow things to be able to shift positively in my life. Because mm-hmm. I, too, either mm-hmm. have been through some traumatic experiences or am trying to navigate a difficult season of life, what would be your best tip Mm -hmm. of how they can actually exercise that authority in their life to shift to a better place? Well, I think the number one thing is always in my life is prayer, right? So I I pray all the time for for all situations. Here's one thing though, that I found very powerful, not just for me, but for, for the women that I've coached is I look at like circumstances and situations in my life, all the stuff that I've been through, all the traumatic experiences, all of that. First off, I thank God for them, right? Which is a very difficult thing for some people to do. And it was difficult for me at first too. I thank God for it. And then I pull out, I extract the positive. I only extract the positive. Mm -hmm. What was I supposed to learn here, right? So when this happened, what did I learn? Oh, I learned when I was getting beaten and raped and all that. What did I learn here? How could I even talk about being positive in this situation? I learned I was resilient. I learned I was strong. I learned I had tenacity and I wanted to live, right? So if I fought to live, why did I fight to live? Why was life worth fighting for, right? So that's what the, like the best and biggest tip I can give you is look at every circumstance and situation, write it down because you'll forget a lot of details, write it down. Thank that situation for whatever that situation was there for, and then see what it is that that did to shift you into the person you are today. And all of those circumstances, that's what they did. They strengthened me and they made me the person I am today. So yeah, that's my biggest tip. That I I would add to that because, you know, we've all heard the saying, you can't see the forest for the trees. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're like, okay, I wrote down everything and all I wrote down was negative and I can't find any good in this. If you find yourself in that situation when you've written those things out, like Nina is recommending, ask someone else, Mm -hmm. you know, either one, when you look at my life now, 
what do you feel like the positive was in that situation? Or even if you know nothing about me, when you look at everything that I've written down, what are some positive things that I might be able to find out of it? Because mm-hmm. sometimes That's good. That's if you're good. writing down something and you can relive it and all of those yeah. Yeah. negative feelings can kind of sur- surface to the top and you're like, mm-hmm. Woo, mm-hmm. I don't see anything in the pro list. I see everything in the con list. Mm-hmm. So find mm-hmm. yourself. We don't want you to go through that exercise and be stuck. So I would say, ask someone that knows you or ask someone that doesn't know much about you at all. And maybe they can help you to really identify good. some of the positive things. So yep. Nina, as we begin to wrap up, is there any final words um, that you would have for our audience? Yeah. You know what? Don't believe your own hype. In other words, if you're, if you have a lot of negative things that you're saying to yourself or whatever, that is not a universal truth, right? So you have to, you have to realize that you are built and made for a purpose and a plan. I really, really do believe that. Um, And I think that the one thing that you can, you can do that will uh, help yourself is to make sure that you shift your mind every time you're going into that negative space. So what I do is I'll do a trick of like a three, two, one, right? So if I start to like say, oh my gosh, I'm so, you know, like so stupid or so, whatever that is, I immediately go, I shift it. I go three, two, one. I know I am a child of the most high God. I am, you know, whatever, whatever I have to do to shift that thought. Um, so my best, my, 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 I guess biggest or best thing or the way I try to live my life is to constantly think about what I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. I don't just let thoughts kind of come in and stay and visit me and kind of be on vacation here. I think about what I'm thinking about on purpose because this mind has to be sober. This mind has to be focused on the right things. I have a lot of people to help while I'm here. I'm not promised tomorrow. I don't have time to waste on, on thoughts that maybe the enemy has tried to give me, or even I have conjured up myself, you know? So that's my biggest one. Think about what you're thinking about. That's so good. So how can our listeners find you or follow you? Oh, yeah. Easy. Uh, So it's a straight talk, no sugar ad. It is for everything. It's my podcast. It's my woman's business. It's my um, my website, all of it. Straight talk, no sugar added or Nina Perez, which is N-E-E-N-A Perez. Yeah, very easy. And we will make sure that all of those links are in the show notes in case you forget how to spell Nina and like no talk. Is it all sugar? Like whatever. (laughs) That the links are in there. That's awesome. So is there anything that you would like to offer our listeners if they would like to take things further with you, Nina? They can always um, contact me through there. There's a lot of information on my website, straighttalknosugaraddit.com. I also have a forgiveness course that it says it's called Forgiveness, Is It Necessary? Um, and it takes you through a whole series. It has a workbook. It has everything in it. And that is really going to take you on a deep dive on what forgiveness is who to forgive, how to forgive, and also the biggest one, which is forgiveness of yourself. And that is a a whole video series and book and everything is on there. But if they have any questions, go ahead and go on there and you can email me, contact me, you know, go on to my Calendly link, the whole thing. Okay. perfect. Again, I will make sure that that is in the show notes. Nina, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. Audience, thank you so much for listening into this episode. Again, share, share, share. I'm sure you can probably think of millions of people, well, maybe not millions, but lots of people that need to forgive themselves, that need to overcome adversity, and that need to learn how to exercise their kingdom authority. So thank you for listening to this episode. I pray that you will not only share, but that you will listen to future episodes and previous episodes as well. It's Shana Rattler with God Chef signing off. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye. 
I want to thank you for listening to the God Shift Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And remember to put God first and everything will fall into place.